Would you like to earn free t-shirts, silicone wristbands, and more? Simply follow us on Snapchat. Username is pbombshow. The truth lives. Political Bombshow. Starring Rishon Blyden. They call it Stormy Monday. But twos is just as bad. Call it Stormy Monday. Choose it just as bad. On the surface, Syrian civil war appears to be nearing its final stage. Bashar al-Assad's regime and its Russian and Iranian backers won the battle that mattered the most for them in July, when they drove the moderate rebels out of their last bastion in the southern Syrian city of Daraa. With that military victory, any hopes of the moderate takeover must be laid to rest, but while the rebels have been defeated, their grievances remain. Hundreds of thousands of people have been killed, mostly by government and government-allied forces. Millions have been displaced. Whole towns have been bombed out of existence. Now, the situation is poised to worsen as the regime is readying its forces to attack Alib, home to Turkish-backed rebels and countless civilians. The demise of the rebellion has set the stage for jihadists allied with Islamic State and Al-Qaeda to pick up the pieces. If history is a guide, they will exploit the volatile situation. They will co-op the resistance against Assad, the surviving symbol of repression used it to fill their ranks and establish a permanent post in the regime. The Trump administration has just one last chance to get peace talks back on track and curb extremist influence. For years after the invasion of Iraq in 2003, dozens of armed groups of various ideological backgrounds sustained a deadly resistance against American troops. At one point, the United States seemed like it was losing the war as jihadists and others forced American troops into fortified barracks. The situation began to shift in 2007 and 2008 thanks to the counter insurgency strategy led by General David Petraeus. Drafting off a troop surge, Petraeus did not defeat 
the insurgency so much as transform it, converting former fools fighting an occupation into allies against the specific threat of jihadists within the broader conflict. For a time, many Sunnis saw the Americans as partners who would enable them to control their areas independently. No longer would they have to answer to to Shia, 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 yeah, 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 dominated government, yeah, 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 in Baghdad. Together, they turned into a match safer place, a much safer place, much, much safer, but, <clears throat> but, the U.S. did not resolve the underlying problems that had fueled the fight against American soldiers and the government in Baghdad. The U.S. did not push for the true integration of Sunni forces into Iraqi state or secure them any real semblance of self-government. On the contrary, the U.S. stood by as Baghdad clamped down on Sunni communities to avoid a perceived threat to Shia Hignami. Jihadists preyed on Sunni this uh, um, uh, this illusionment and to coin a phrase rose from the ashes of the surge by the summer of 2014 al-qaeda in iraq which became the islamic state was able to set itself up as the only true militant opposition to the government in baghdad all other rebel forces had been vanquished ISIS took over one-third of Iraq and seemingly overnight it morphed into a transitional organization operating across the region. ISIS could not have come to control such vast areas by virtue of its military strength alone. It grew so quickly because the U.S occupying force had only deflected the insurgents energy without ever resolving their complaints. ISIS effectively tapped into what one might call the insurgency's latent energy. In Syria, a similar process may be playing out. So, ISIS, they're trying to make a comeback. Is this, what are we going to do about it? That is the question. And that was our monologue for today's show. We will be right back. Vanilla, kick it one time, boy. 
show. Rainy days on Mondays, 4-29-2019. Well, yes, it's been a bumpy ride thus far, 2019. And meaning that I haven't been with you all that much as I was in 2018. And being a new homeowner, that's, uh, that's pretty much what's uh doing it because uh anyone who's a homeowner out there new homeowner you know the things that you have to do and <clears throat> i went into being a new homeowner unfurnished pretty much i didn't bring much of the old furniture that i had so i, I rebuild and and uh still rebuilding still doing things and uh so Thank God this wasn't my day job, right? I'd be, I'd be fired by now. <clears throat> Politicalbombshow.cf. Let's get into a little bit of news. So the nation still reels from the deadly synagogue attack on the final day of Passover. 19-year-old suspect. Let's see. Usually when they don't say the ethnicity of the suspect, it usually means that they're Muslim or black or any race other than white. But let's see. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm clearing my throat here. You know how it is first thing in the morning. Uh, so, oh wow, surprisingly, it's actually a, a white guy, white kid, white teenager. Didn't, it surprised me they didn't mention it. I'm looking at pictures of him. John T. Ernest, 19. He was taken into custody without incident on Saturday following the shooting near San Diego. Police are investigating manifesto apparently posted online by the suspect in San Diego synagogue shooting that left one dead and several others injured. John T. Ernest, 19, was taken into custody without incident following the shooting at Chabag of Powe Jewish Congregation around 11.30 a.m. Pacific time on Saturday, according to San Diego Sheriff Department. Killed in the attack was Lori Gilbert K. 60, According to a family friend, the three injured victims were identified as Rabbi, I'm going to probably butcher the name here, but Yisroel Goldstein, who was not, who was shot in the fingers, an 80-year-old 80 80 visiting from Israel, and the girl's 34-year-old uncle, Almog Peretz, also visiting from Israel. A manifesto posted online shortly before the attack and perpetrated, purporting to be by Ernest Seitz, hatred of Jewish people as the motive for the attack. And I hope that you get 
let me let me stop. And takes credit for a separate arson attack huh, in, a, in a mosque last month. The manifesto also cites as inspiration attacks on mosques in New Zealand last month and a deadly shooting at a Pittsburgh synagogue exactly six months ago. Ernest is believed to be a nursing student at California State University and has no known criminal record. Police say the suspect is a resident of San Diego who was armed with an AR-15 style semi-automatic rifle. There is initial suspicion that the weapon may have jammed during the shooting, limiting the loss of life, thank God. An armed off-duty border patrol agent who was inside the synagogue returned fire at the shooter who then retreated in a vehicle before calling 911 and surrendering to police without incident according to police. Things like these are sickening. They really are. Really sickening. Uh, here's another, something else that's sickening. Pope funds caravans, border patrol dumping in Tuscan, Tuscan, Tucson, Tucson. I don't know. I don't know. Forgive me. I didn't have a college education. Tucson, border patrol officials have begun releasing migrant families in Tucson because they lack the space to detain them and immigration officials are unable to take any more into custody. The practice has been going on for about a month, so it's essentially catch and release. In plain English, it's catch and release. Like the Obama years. I don't want to read anymore. I'm sick of it. Close it out. Let's move on. Meghan Merkel, due to give birth as Britain awaits royal baby. Biden could escape cosmetic surgery scrutiny Hillary endured. Is he getting cosmetic surgery? He looks like the Joker here. If, if anyone's seen the, the Joker, the one with the Jack Nicholson version, and remember when Batman was watching him on TV and he paused it? That exact look is how Biden looks right now. He looks exactly like that. Botox, hair plugs, and veneers. Biden could escape the cosmetic surgery scrutiny Hillary Clinton endured. Cosmetic doctors are certain that former Vice President Joe Biden's full head of hair, smooth forehead, and cat grin are the result of plastic surgery and other procedures. Around the time of 20, 2008 campaign, alterations in Biden appearance became notably noticeable. His hairline changed, wrinkles disappeared. 
His smile was brighter. Without any question, Joe Biden had hair transplants. Dr. Barry Cohen, a plastic surgeon with office in the offices in the Washington suburbs told Washington examiners. In fact, he had bad plugs years ago, Cohen said. Subsequently, he filed and he filled in his front frontal hairline to camouflage the bad Barbie doll plugs. I suspect he has regular Botox and probably filler. If he had a facelift, he needs another. Out. 2016, Democratic presidential nominee Hillary Clinton faced scrutiny for cosmetic surgery during the 2016 campaign, but thus far, there are no signs that Biden 76 will get the same treatment as he launches his 2020 presidential bid. Oh yeah, if you look at his teeth, you can tell. Biden flashes his pearly whites in 2007. Yeah, that don't look like those are your teeth. Yep, it definitely, definitely is not. And there's sort of a younger picture of Joe Biden in 1987. And you could see that his hair, how it's thin, it was thinning then. Anyway, I don't, I don't care about plugs. I don't care about the guy. Trump playing the defense in Rust Belt. Defense, defense. Oliver North out as NRA president. New York, New York. Attorney General investigates. Who are they investigating? Well, well, well. New York, New York. Attorney General probes NRA as Oliver North exit president. How eight bad grandpas pulled off daring 20 million jewel heist. Ah, we. Grandpa, grandpa, you are mean. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Why don't we show seven pictures? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Um. Apparently, eight gram, eight old, eight old men who pulled off one of Britain's most audacious jewel heists, capturing some twenty million in precious goods. The plan became began coming together over fish and chips at Castle, a North London pub, in twenty twelve ranging in age from 52 to 73 at the time the friends friends when we no, 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 no. some of the uk's most notorious break in artists and had served prison time for armed robbery jumping bail 
fencing, stolen goods, and other offenses. I don't care. Okay. I am looking forward to next week. I will be on vacation. So that goes without saying. I will try. But I haven't even really been doing my show regularly, so I've probably lost half, if not more, of my audience. I just haven't been able to recover. I have just too much going on. Jumping from a homeowner, I mean, from an apartment renter to a homeowner to throw my housewarming party that sucked the living life out of me, but it was a complete success. In fact, I'm still hurting from the party, but I'm not going to get into details. But basically, yeah, I thought I was at a rock concert, throwing my body around like I'm a 20-year-old slamming my back and my my uh, whole entire body onto the ground. So I'm still hurting from that, still recuperating. And uh, I could tell the party's a success because pretty much most of my friends are asking me when is the next party. So that's a good sign. So uh, was it worth going into debt a little bit? Yeah, we'll betcha. Now I'm playing catch up. So... All right, back to our regularly scheduled program. Okay, we have how inmates export families from behind bars. Extort. Huh. This is a this is a really uh really a touchy one for me. Not to get into a long story here, but Anyway, let's read this story. I don't want my son dead. Alabama prison inmates extort families from behind bars. Linda Donahue says she occasionally gets phone calls from inmates at Easterlin Correctional Facility in Barbar County. That's where her son Shannon is in prison. The phone calls are simple. Send money or your son could die. She says she sent 300 last time. She sent a larger sums of the over the years, 400, 500. The money is sent to Green Dot, PayPal, Western Union or Walmart cards. She reports the calls, she says, to the Alabama Department of Correctional and to the federal authorities. Donahue, Donahue's story of extortion is similar to those found doing an extensive two and a half year federal investigation of Alabama prisons released this month by the U.S. Department of Justice, Alabama's inability to prevent and address this extortion of prisoners and prisoner families members leads to to a risk of serious harm. The federal findings provided seven examples along with screenshots of texts and threats this is really horrible. It's really horrible. 
I myself, so I had a best friend. He's uh, was in federal prison, and uh, the prison themselves they just extort money from from you to try to keep in touch with your your friends and your family. The amount of money they that you have to pay to uh, get into the system so you could make phone calls or send letters and emails that in itself is I feel is ex- they're extorting me so I that's not why I stopped writing and calling him though but um, he had told me that you know this this is gonna sound crazy but you should write to some female prisoners because not all of them are bad people and when they come out you might be able to get you know make a girlfriend, make a family, whatever. So I I was like, yo, man, it sounds already. But he kept saying, yeah, I think it's a good idea. So I did it. And two girls later, I, just, I could just see that they were not interested in me. Every, this, everything just led to money. One of them fell in love with me instantly. I was like, what? So yeah, I got out of that. But no, the reason I stopped communicating with my best friend there is because he knows that religion and I am Christian and, I'm, and I am really close to God. And um, he's an artist and he was he used to do paintings and such. And he would send them to me and want me to, to sell them online digitally, you know, scan them. So I didn't mind. Yeah, it was time consuming, but he's a best friend of mine at the time and I didn't mind. But the pictures that he was sending me, his drawings, revealed to me something that I suspected for quite some time, that he's definitely into darkness and or, if not, satanic. And so I told him, point blank, that you, I'm not, you know that I'm close to God and I'm not going to support your satanic artwork. And so pretty much to make a long story short, he took me off his email list and he didn't want to hear from me. So that was the end of that. But anyway, let's get back to our regularly scheduled program again. I'm straying off course here. Sex Pistol Johnny Rotten Rails Against Homeless Homeless Anarchy in L.A.? Okay, wait, what is this? Needles on beach pool all over sand. Well, let's see. You know, if Nancy Pelosi and others would stop, they don't care. That's their district, their, their territory. But you know what? As long as the poop isn't in their area, they live surrounded by big walls and they have armed people with guns yet they want to take away our guns and they don't want they want open borders so people could poop and pee all over us that's the way how they are i say go to hell go to hell you heard me nancy pelosi you don't give a damn about us you don't give a damn about us. Speaking of a strain off topic again, but 
I'm sure everyone has seen Avengers Endgame right now. I know I have. In fact, I'm going for round two on Wednesday. But, uh, yeah, I won't give any spoilers just in case you haven't seen it. But, uh, yeah. You, uh, you're, you're missing out. It was amazing. It was totally amazing. I really, really loved it. I did. I enjoyed every minute of it. I really and truly enjoyed every minute of it that I'm going to go see it again. I have to because, you know, with a film like that, that it's just, there's so much going on. You're not going to catch it all in one view and it's impossible. So I will definitely be heading that way Wednesday and giving it a go again but anyways where is the poo stuff here we go needles on beaches uh sex pistol rocker johnny rotten is crying foul about the los angeles homeless crisis that has gripped his swanky neighborhood and Venice Beach. The 63-year-old punk icon says his multi-million dollar home has been vandalized and that his publishing Harry's wife is struggling to cope with the surge of of, uh, the area. They moved in in uh in the mass they're all young they're all like 24 rotten ranted to newsweek reporter the front man whose real name is john lyden added they're aggressive and because there there's an awful lot of them together they're gangy like Rotten's comment may seem somewhat iconic given the star became a spokesman for aggressive anti-authorianism as the lead singer of the Sex Pistols in 1970s. I don't, never heard of them. Never heard of them. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely... A, a bad problem and uh if you live in that neck of the woods and you're a millionaire your house is gonna be rendered into a, a, a mess you know what i'm saying so that's just the way it is okay let's move along Let's move along. Going offline benefits of break from the internet. Sometimes it is true. Like, uh, was it 2016? I think it was 2016. Where I just took off and went to Ossipee, New Hampshire. 
and was living in in the cabin with a little private beach. It was amazing. I felt rejuvenated. It was amazing. So some I can understand. I can understand Muslims in hiding in Siri, Sri Lanka as tensions rise after bombings. Oh, you're in hiding, are you? You're in hiding. Jihadists plotting attacks on America. ISIS is relaunching. ISIS relaunches. So, let's see. ISIS cells plotting enemy strikes after Sri Lanka's attack. U.S. number one target. U.S. number one target. Okay. 359 people are were killed in the Easter week weekend bombing. ISIS relaunches. Let's see what this is about. ISIS relaunches. As a global platform. Two days after the bombings in Sri Lanka, the Islamic State came out and said it was behind them. It backed up its claim with video evidence that showed the attackers gathering in front of its flag to pledge allegiance to Abu Bark al-Bahali, the group's current leader. The attack had been coming for some time and others like it are most certainly being planned and not just in Sri Lanka, also for the U.S. We gotta kill these people off. Fox News powerhouse Lou Dobbs shaping Trump immigration policy. Protesters set off stink bomb at Jeff Sessions speech. Homophobic remarks by Brazil's president may harm tourism industry. Flood of Condemnation of New York Times for anti-Semitic cartoon. More whistleblower complaints emerge against Boeing 737 MAX. Anything else? Michael Jackson's name to remain on L.A. school auditorium despite sex abuse claims. Executions of sorcerers mentally ill kingdom puts crucified body on public display teen beheaded just for sending whatsapp whatsapp messages wow where did this happen saudi savagery Wow. Poor kid. Poor kid. Um, I, I thank God that I'm not brought up in a country like that. I, I would have been dead years ago. Really would have been dead years ago. 
five Saudi beheading victims were gay. Court document claims White House celebrates Melania Trump's birthday with bizarre photos. What's the bizarre photos? Let me see if it's bizarre. Let's see these photos. Where are the photos? Just show me the photos. Ah. Uh, that bizarre to me if that's the photo I'm looking at I don't care they make a mountain out of a molehill um, bar testimony to house on Mueller in doubt amid dispute despite record of diversity 70 something white men rule 2020 race White House correspondence dinner opens with dark sermon on Trump endangering journalists. Avengers, $1.2 billion weekend. I'm not shocked by that. Not at all. Not at all. I know it's definitely an amazing film. It really was amazing. It really was. So, da, 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 da. let's see. The New York AP says the universe belongs to Marvel. Avengers Endgame shattered the record for the biggest opening weekend with an estimated 350 million in ticket sales domestically and 1.2 billion globally, reaching a new pinnacle in the blockbuster era that the comic book studio has come to dominate the avengers finale far exceeded even its own own expectations according to the studio estimates sunday the movie had been forecast to open between 260 million to 300 million in u.s and canada theaters but moviegoers turned out in such droves that Endgame blew past the previous record of, of 257.7 million set last year by Avengers Infinity War. When it narrowly surpassed The Force Awakens, Endgame's, Endgame was just as enormous overseas worldwide it obliterated the previous record of 640.5 million also set by infinity war didn't open in china the world's second largest movie market until two weeks after its debut endgame set a new weekend record in china too where it made 330.5 million in one fell swoop, Endgame has already made more than movies like Skyfall, Aquaman, and The Dark Knight Rises, grossed in their entire runs, not accounting for inflation. It was a, it was a very, 
very satisfying movie. I'm not going to go into uh, give any spoilers. Oh man, you know what? I don't want to say I feel bad because it, 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 it's funny. I was just having a conversation with a friend of mine and he was talking about idiots on Facebook trying to spoil the movie before uh, you go to see it. And I told him I would get extremely angry if someone spoiled the movie for me. So this story that I'm going to end today's show with is quite... Uh, well, wait, before I get to that, measles quarantine orders soar to more than 1,000 at LA universities. Outbreak raises questions about immunity and adults in adults. Obviously, they're not telling the truth. It's, it's coming from the outsiders or immigrants. All right, let me get to this last story of the day. Avengers fans brutally beat man outside cinema after he loudly revealed the surprise ending to blockbuster Endgame movie. He is, I, don't, I, I hate this. I don't want to say that he deserve it, but damn it, I would have been beating him down myself. I swear, I would have. I would have beaten him to a pulp too. He, he, I, I'm, I'm sorry, he deserve it. I'm not going to, he didn't die, so I'm going to say he deserved every beating he got. A man was repeatedly, a man had repeatedly been beaten up outside the cinema after loudly revealing the plot of the new Avengers film to, to fans who hadn't seen it yet. According to Taiwanese media, the man was left bloodied outside a cinema is good in Hong Kong. That's what you. That's what you get. You stupid son of a. Beat him up some more. I hate people like that. I do. The film is a sequel. Okay, blah blah blah. Good. I'm glad he was bloodied. The end of the unprecedented narrative, spanning eleven years and eleven franchises. When you see Endgame. In the coming weeks, please don't spoil it for others. The same way you wouldn't want it spoiled for you. Remember, it's true. Thanos still demands your silence. As always, good luck and happy viewing. It's it's true. I, I honestly, he deserved to get the hell beat out of him. I'm not taking that back. And that's about it.
Would you like to earn free t-shirts, silicone wristbands, and more? Simply follow us on Snapchat. Username is pbombshow.